Welcome back to the Coral Coffee Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 8, The End of Shepherds Awake. I'm Andrew. I'm Allison. And Sutter. 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 Where'd he go? So much for Sutter. Um. Oh, that's right. He's not here. It's just you and me. We are Sutterless. We are Sutterless. Mm-hmm. He'll be Sad. back at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. Sutter apparently is too. He, yeah. <laughs> I well, know I am. We just finished our big concert week. We had a combined rehearsal on Monday. Uh, last week, and then dress rehearsal on Wednesday, which is a lo- just a long day. Mm-hmm. And then concerts Thursday, Friday at seven thirty, and then the matinee Saturday at three o'clock. So it's been a long, mm-hmm. it's been a long week. Yes, it has. And coming from a very busy couple of weeks before that, it's just you know what it's just been busy the whole time. <sighs> I'm really ready for now for a winter break. Mm. So um, I uh, I did have coffee to get me through. I got some today, mm-hmm. and uh, I got you? my. Oh, mm-hmm. I got There's my the sound. It's a heavy mug, isn't it? Well, yeah. When I held it for you, when you were unlocking all those five thousand doors, <laughs> <laughs> it was heavier than I expected it to be. Well, we have to keep our studio, you know, in a secret location, <laughs> so nobody knows. It's like in the bank vault. <laughs> nobody gets in here. <laughs> I was thinking like some kind of Alice in Wonderland journey or something. It's you know how we have the uh, two-step authentication now. Mm-hmm. It's like we got seven seven-door authentication <laughs> just to get to the studio. Yes, but uh, so what's in that heavy? Mug you know what? Your- this is very simply. Uh, I don't even remember which one. It's just my Kirkland Gr- signature. Okay. Um, I have two. They have the breakfast blend, which I know you don't care for yeah. as much, and mm. then the summit, which is like their medium roast. Mm. But I'm using, I just happened to find some yesterday when I was cleaning, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, uh, I think I think it's just called sweet cream, just like those little oh, pack little, of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like restaurant style mm-hmm. because I'm out of everything here. I'm thinking at home. Like, I, I, do you find that way? Like around concert week, you're like, hmm, I guess I forgot to go to the store for the last month. <laughs> That's kind of seri- like that's seriously where I am, because I was like, I don't have any creamer here, I don't have any at home, I got nothing. And then I started to do a little cleaning, and then I was like, oh, I forgot I had these. Those, they were in my closet, so excellent. Like, right, the cupboard is like, I forgot I had those. So at least I have a little something to get mm-hmm. me going. Good. And uh, you need you need to listen to uh, to Secor's oh coffee mug today. Okay, see if you can guess. See what? if you can guess what this is. Give it a tap. There's ooh, a scrape. ooh, that was a good scrape. Here's a tap. And what what are you sporting today? Well, the it deluxe model. The deluxe styrofoam. <laughs> deluxe styrofoam, and I have my Kroger Guatemalan with a little dash of cinnamon. I smelled the cinnamon on the way. Right it does smell good. Mm-hmm. So I think you need to tell the listeners why you decided to use that today <laughs> instead of going to yeah. your mug. So, oh, I see. I, because I think start. it's a good representation of kind of how we feel right now. It kind of right sums now. it up, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. So he says to me, oh, I so see you've got the styrofoam today. Did you did you forget to bring your mug in today? No. Nope. I'm just lazy. I couldn't take the, you know. Five steps back up the stairs to get my <laughs> mug off of my desk to come to where the coffee is. Oh, I totally understand nope. that. Grab the styrofoam, which I really have the stash of styrofoam cups in from my your, cupboard yeah. from my game. Yeah. Cup up, which is a very fun game. That is to a fun do. game. Are those are those cups bigger than what you've used before? Well, yes, they are. I thought so. They were all that I all that there was when I I think went. these kind of work better for the game. Mm-hmm. This is what, like a 16 or 20 ounce even? That's a pretty big deal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Man, concert week. I, uh, I'll i tell you what, Saturday, um, I don't even know if I told you this, but mm. Saturday, I didn't have anything going on in the morning, but I, you know, it's it's hard to go to sleep after a concert, at least for me, like my brain is still racing and everything. I mean, it, you know, you're... This- you're still mm-hmm. kind of going on that conductor's high from the mm-hmm. from the concert, so mm-hmm. it was. Ex- I mean, it was exhausted, but I was tired. I just couldn't fall mm-hmm. asleep right away. So anyway, we have this concert Saturday at three o'clock, and I said I was going to be here at 
at one because it's like, well, nobody else needs to be here really before that. Um, so I thought I'm just going to set my alarm just for a crazy time, just in case I, you know, in case I happen to just fall asleep and stay asleep for a long time. Well, <laughs> I set my alarm for 11 a.m. Okay. And I fully expected to be, because lately I've just been getting up at the same time, like uh, the body clock just gets me up at a normal mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Not after concert. What I, happened? I didn't wake up until 11. Wow. And I got, I got to tell you what, I don't know the last time I slept that late, but it felt amazing. Great. It was good. so good. And Did uh, you wake up in a panic or confused or anything? No, or you honestly, okay? I just, I was just kind of impressed. <laughs> Because, I mean, that was, and I didn't, like, wake up once in the night or anything. It was just a solid. Oh, that's So I probably, excellent. I mean, I don't think I went to sleep until probably, like, 1.30, realistically mm-hmm. speaking. Mm-hmm. But I probably, I think it really was, I Necessary. mean. I, but, like, because when's the last time we had a chance to really sleep? And I've had stuff on the weekends, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. and Sunday I have to get up early for my church job, too, so. I it was like really the only day to sleep in, but man, that it felt good. And you did it. It oh, was that's good. Great. Have you? How's your sleep been? Well, hit or miss. It is hard to settle down, but I did. Um, surprisingly, Saturday night I really did sleep well, and last night I I slept well too. Yeah. So still not enough, I feel like. But oh, and I got in a great nap yesterday too. Ooh, how long was the nap? Mm-hmm. I kind of don't even know it might have been around the hour and a half area yeah have you always taken naps um mm-mm. you know that was something that I really I did not I was not a nap taker until college mm-hmm. that's where it started for me mm-hmm. like I remember in high school all the time some friends were talking about like how they take naps I'm like what are you taking a nap for <laughs> and then all of a sudden college hit and it was just like I totally understand yeah. it mm-hmm. in fact um, because you know I'm a night owl um, <laughs> there are times you know I'd be I'd be up late of course later and I should have been mm-hmm. I would take a nap It'd be like 11:30 at night and I'd be like you know what? I'm gonna take a half hour nap now <laughs> get up work for a couple hours and then go to bed yeah let me oh. tell you that is not a good not plan not a good plan it because it just doesn't work but Mm-mm. and part of why I did that is I realized because there have been a couple times where I thought you know what I'm just gonna get up early the next morning and work on my paper that is a stupid Bad plan thinking I just for me there's literally no <laughs> way that's gonna happen even yeah. if somehow I managed to actually wake up at that point the idea of getting the brain to work at that no that's a joke oh like yeah so anyway Did you have to learn the hard way a few oh, yeah. times oh yeah many times yeah but seriously I I mean it wasn't until college that I started taking naps and and now the only regular nap that I would say that I take is usually Sunday afternoon mm-hmm Sunday afternoon. There's yeah. just something There's about quite it. like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my favorite really is when the weather is nicer, when I can actually take a little nap in the, uh, oh, I know where you're in going. the backyard hammock. Oh, <laughs> it's just, there's something about it that is mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I love it. Yep. Cause it's not like super hot yet. Um, the only thing I have to worry about is, you know, bugs, but eh. yeah. just deal with them. tell them to bug off and <laughs> then get out of here. <laughs> But anyway, I'm uh, ready for a ham. I need some hammock time. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. You know, it was it was a really good concert series, though. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think we could say happy with our decision to flip around the processional direction, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we... So kind of in keeping with the theme this year, <laughs> the unintentional theme, I should say, is Good we just grief. we just changed a few things up. We did, which is great, but <laughs> it's stressful it's, because you've never done it. Right. So like when anytime you change something, I mean, I understand why people are resistant mm-hmm. to change because it's like, well, why easy, comfortable, you know, yeah, why fix why? it if it ain't broke, right? Right. Right. So for years, our opening combined, we always, you know, the kids would process in. And then they would face the back where usually uh, me or another director, somebody would be there conducting. Well, the problem with that then, first of all, it's just, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Like we're so far away from everybody. It's spread out. It's hard to keep it together. Mm-hmm. Because the pianist is up on the stage yeah, a so million there's, miles away. And you either, you know, 
hurt your neck looking at the director trying to play the whole time, and then you can't really see your music or your hands, and it's dark, <laughs> and there's just a tiny little light on them, and the delay, or you have someone by you also mirror directing to try to well, keep it together. Well, that's the thing. Like the, the delay is the... It's tricky. It's, it's tricky hard to, to do a it's hard to work with. Processional and like a wrap around the whole auditorium. It's it's tricky. So there was that aspect. Well, and then and I, I don't remember how it started, but I know we I talked about so we have four songs in the opening combined. We had uh, Christmas Canon, which is like a trans Siberian orchestra piece. Um, Snow is falling. Is that Gilpin? I believe so. Greg Gilpin. Good I love Gil. Greg. He's a good guy. Gil. Um and then Shepherds Awake, which we'll talk about more <laughs> later on. And then we ended uh, with a song called Candle Glow. And for Candle Glow, I wanted to use just an electronic piano sound, just mm-hmm. for something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually did it two years ago during the pandemic year, but we didn't have an audience. So right. it's like, well, let's actually do the song for an audience. And yeah. we used the electronic piano. I just kind of liked it. Just mm-hmm. I think it just kind of gives it a different feel Mm -hmm. but part of that was the complication then of well how does that work how do we get from the piano to the keyboard and all this stuff Mm -hmm. so I don't even know I don't remember how we came up with it but once we start talking about it it just then things change and then this changes that and this changes that and then pretty soon we've got a whole new well because we were talking about like the concert order who goes right after the processional yeah Uh, because originally it was you know your freshman girls bel canto and and again, that's just an ordeal because, again, they've got to stand in a certain place to do that. And they're coming straight from their processional. So that's tricky. And we thought, OK, well, maybe they don't need to go first. Maybe we could actually have Kingsman go first because they're already on stage, just mm-hmm. kind of mixed up. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we just kept just kept getting more deeper and deeper down. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I really don't remember how we decided with, well, maybe we should just turn around. <laughs> But I gotta say, so, I am so glad that we did it. Yeah. Like I, I think at least from our perspective on stage, it's just it's some it's weird. I mean, somehow it just sounds more together, and I think it's just because the conductor and the musicians yeah. are right. Like you know, no, we were all together on the stage. The students faced the stage the whole time. So even instead the, of having to yeah. turn around and look back at the director, and then there's the weird aspect that we've talked about too of the students. When it's all backwards, they're like facing an audience member, and it just is a little yeah awkward, maybe. So I mean, even though th- I guess that means technically some students are still just as far away from us, mm-hmm. but we we, we three are more together. Mm-hmm. I think that we're way we're getting the same perspective, so, so that helps a lot. Yeah, and I I really you know I was I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but yeah, what I liked about it uh, and part oh. of part of the big appeal to this me. Yeah. was that we each had a chance to conduct the opening combined because mm-hmm. I always feel like a hog then. Because it's all you. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> this is my show, <laughs> you know. but Because um, we couldn't switch around or no. one of us run to the back. We're all right there. We just keep rotating piano, keyboard, so director. Piano, I really keyboard. liked that aspect of it. That was nice. And I've, yeah, because I've never been able to direct one of those before. Mm-mm. And that was fun. And my sister, she mentioned how much she loved it too. Just seeing from their perspective us up there directing but facing that's different for them to see the yeah. front of us instead of just the behind i mean it's the it, and like why keep that a secret it's not like the yeah. audience is like oh where's the like right. they know where i was anyway and the way that it worked out with our like our shadow that was kind of cool behind us in the background she said that was really yeah neat too i didn't notice that until i watched mm-hmm. the one video back and it is kind of cool yeah so it, but seriously i'm i mean i was so happy with how that ended up mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. i mean we you know, it took a, it took a minute to figure out the rotation of things, right? Um, but really, like it was great. It just gave us all a chance. So Allison got to conduct um, uh, what's it called the, the Gilpin. Gilpin, yeah, mm-hmm. which is really great. Oak con- conducted the first one, and then I did the last two, mm-hmm. and it just it really. But on the first one, then so oh, Oak yes. directed the one like the Canon and D. And yeah. I played the piano, but then... Then I add, I was adding strings on the keyboard. string sound, so that was nice. So it was just, yeah, it was a nice change. And well, then we and did mm-hmm. then we did a rotation. Mm-hmm. I moved to the piano, Oak moved to the keyboard, and you you conducted. I did. And that was... But then the next it. rotation, well, okay, so then Acapella Shepherds, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But then the next rotation, 
me at the keyboard for the candle glow. Yeah. Should I talk about my little oh, typical I, classic frustration with the keyboard? I absolutely think you should. Of course, I you know would always prefer playing a real piano than a keyboard, but you know wanted a special sound, so okay. So I had to sell her on it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I she had still wasn't sold, but she did it because <laughs> she cares. And once we got the amp, that was good too. So I didn't have to pound and get yeah. those distorted sounds. But the old classic problem happened to me where, first of all, it's pretty dark, and I didn't really quite realize that the pedal wasn't exactly where I wanted it to be for my comfort level. And so it started (laughs) doing the old, there she goes. Runaway pedal. Runaway pedal. And pretty soon I'm like almost horizontal trying to have my foot like way extended out, and it's going underneath the real piano, which is in front of me, the side of it anyway. And then... (laughs) Okay, I've got a measure of rest coming up for me. So I just dipped down. I, I saw that out of the corner like, of my eye. But I, but I knew it. You knew because it. on the song before that, I told you, I um, I, I just remember sitting down and thinking, like, this, where's it the pedal? I couldn't find yeah. it. It was not where. You're fishing around for it. And, and it's if, dark. And so then I, I grabbed it with my hand and I bring it back up. But I couldn't really tell. You know, it's a handy feature when it's when the pedal one of those floating pedals when it has one of those, I don't even know what you would call that little flap underneath. Yeah, so you can put your, yeah. it out and your heel digs into the flap and it keeps the darn thing grounded. Yeah. But it was like, I think at a right angle. And so it wasn't, and I couldn't I, shift it I with think my that foot. was the problem. And so I was only getting part of it down then. And so I had to do a little more like organ fingering style to try to connect things because I didn't have the sustain. I, I <sighs> in, in fact, what I thought happened, yeah. because I couldn't tell at first, I thought... The pedal was so far away, and I guess it kind of did happen. Mm-hmm. It was so far away. I could tell because I was watching, like, the way that all of a sudden you were fingering those chords. Yeah. Is like I could tell, it's like, oh, she's organing it. Yeah. Because, like, funny. she has no pedal. Yeah, exactly. But you covered it so well. Well, thank you. But, I, it, I mean, if you, if, you have, <laughs> if you are a piano keyboard player and you've ever had to deal with this, you know the frustration of it. Of the floating because it's pedal. Just, the runaway pedal. And... There's there's not a great solution. I mean, <laughs> if it were going to stay there for the whole concert, we could have taped it, but we can't do that when we need to move it. Mm-hmm. So it was and just the three of us all. Well, no, I guess that doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. But it was uh, yeah. So but that it, was that was only the second night that that happened. Yeah. It was I made sure it was neat where it needed to be <laughs> when I sat down the next time. And so then it just okay. I, and you're probably not as stressed about it. But then the third night it was really <laughs> funny. No. Um, I start with strings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, oh, every oh, night, yeah. every night, I felt like it was a little different. So the first <laughs> night, we get out there, and I'm like, "Oh, it's not on! It's not on!" And I don't know how to turn it on. I could turn the keyboard on, but I don't know how to turn the amp on. So then he hurries up and and then I had to actually select the strings myself. But because it's dark and with a stand light, I couldn't even, and I didn't know which one it was. So I had to like move the light to figure out, okay, here's the strings, boom, and then move it back. I think Friday was fine. But then Saturday, um, everything was on and set. But again, I, the way the keyboard works, if somebody has a, there's like two two rows of sounds, mm-hmm. and Oak actually he did he actually set the strings beforehand, but we'd had in the other two nights. So I hit the string sound, and I didn't realize it actually he had already done it. For he you. had already done it. So by hitting it again, I actually triggered the next layer of sounds. <laughs> So <laughs> we're starting, and all of a sudden, I'm playing a harpsichord. <laughs> Low, too. Which, I, mean, I mean, at least it could have been. I mean, it could have been worse. I mean, yeah. it's still in the string family, I right. guess. But then I was like, "Well, I can't change it right now." Mid. So I like, tried to like do it on the sly. Yeah, you did. You. So I had to wait for whatever the next those run around. Yep, and then I was like, "All right." Yep. Then I hit it again, and it was fine. Yeah, but. you did that seamlessly. That was good. But you know what? I really liked the opening combined. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. It was a um, good set. It was it was a fun set, and I yeah. just again I liked that we each got a chance to do it, mm-hmm. and that was really it was really fun. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and I I think my sister she really mentioned that opening the very first one having the Paco Bell. Yeah, that when that theme started, she just said, just said she was just in heaven, and she almost started crying just hearing that calm, peaceful way of coming in. And you I need don't know. to see, um, you need to see it with the trans Siberian mm. orchestra sometime. Mm-hmm. They, they're just imagine. incredible, but it's, it's a great arrangement. Like mm-hmm. I'm so happy with how it turned out. Very joyful. And it's, it's simple, which is mm-hmm. what I like. I mean, it, the whole thing is just 
you're just mm-hmm. layering. Mm-hmm. Basses come in, then tenors, uh, and then sopranos, then altos, and there's a descant, and that's it. I mean, it's super easy. There's very like simple. a little, at the very beginning, um, the sopranos and altos have like a little welcoming welcoming thing mm-hmm. beforehand. And I was happy with how that yeah. turned out, too. It's like a little fanfare type thing yeah. in the beginning. Yep. A little announcement. Announcement, and then all of a sudden that yeah. theme starts, and they all start. Oh, and the other glitch that we had the second night, too, I think, when all the, all the students had to start processing, but all the lights weren't on on the floor. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, the so. safety, whatever they're called. Those. <laughs> the, oh. So, you know, in an auditorium, there typically are lights, you know, just their safety lights, the but they're itty-bitty. aisle lights yeah. so that, you know, as patrons leave or whatever, they can see the steps. Yeah. Well, those lights were on for the Friday concert. So we, <laughs> some of the students were holding their candles a little bit lower so they could see the steps. <laughs> like a flashlight. Uh, and uh, I know a couple oh. of them said they, they had a little bit of a trip. Stumble. But because of that, it was also harder to figure out, am I in the right row? Mm-hmm. But, where uh, to stop and where they're. Oh, oh. my God. And, and I if d- one of them would have gone down, it would have been like like dominoes. I mean, do you remember thinking that it looked darker? Or did you not see that right away? I don't know. I, I do remember looking out and thinking, thinking huh. like, gosh, this is darker than I... But I like, I just couldn't pinpoint it. Yeah, well... Because you really can't... From where we are, like, it's kind of hard to see those aisle lights anyway. anyway. yeah. But then, as soon as the student says something, I was like, like oh, oh, you're guys, totally right. I'm so sorry. But that was fixed the next day. Yes, it was. Yep. Always time for safety. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, wow. How how difficult was that? <laughs> we got it fixed. <laughs> so it was good. <laughs> We're now in the process of, of course, debriefing and yes, just trying to trying to relax a little bit mm-hmm. before the next set of crazy. Mm-hmm. I've got actually got dress rehearsal tonight for South Bend Chamber Singers. Yeah, it doesn't really stop for you this no. week. No, but yeah. it's, I mean, at least... It's a different type of stress. Like, mm-hmm. at least at I don't have I don't have to make the program. I don't have to like. Right. It's just I really just have to show up and sing. Yeah, which again is still stressful, but not. But you're riding along. Instead yeah, of like all somebody else does all the organizing. So yeah, so that was good. Yeah. We, uh, we also changed something up at the end of the concert this year. We did. We the en- uh, Ending combined. The ending, com- yeah, and then, of course, all the choirs did their stuff, and then they were great in our mission. Um, we had a great little run crew that kind of helped reset the stage a little bit for us. Mm-hmm. But then the ending combined, we, yeah. we changed Shook it up. it up there, too. We sure did. So for the last, I mean, ever since I've been here, and I, I first came to Penn and... 2011 yeah so this is my 12th year here now Mm -hmm. so for at least the last 12 years Mm -hmm. we have always ended with the hallelujah chorus um and then of course you know invite alumni up which again we did do in 2020 but that goes without saying at this point yeah prior to that point Mm -hmm. when you were here before Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. was that still happening it's it started one year when um, I'm thinking around the 2007-ish. Well, because the anniversary year would have been 2008. Eight. Okay, so it started 2008. Because that would have been the 50th, right? That's what it was. It yeah. was a big deal. The 50th anniversary for for the school. And so the it was a big thing with alumni coming. We we did a whole alumni concert based on them with, and they had solos and they all came together and it was a really cool thing. And just because it was such a big year, we started, let's have them all come back and do the Hallelujah Chorus this year and sing with us. And so when, what, like at what point in the year was that, um, I guess alumni concert, was that in the fall? It must have been. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was, I think it was, yeah, maybe, maybe like a November thing. I'm thinking right. And like you were pretty much in charge of organizing that, weren't you? Yeah. F- like gathering all their emails. Oh my and gosh. That must have been, <laughs> that must have been a ton of work. And finding out who, what solos and who wanted to come back and who, it was really cool. It was a lot of work, but it was neat to meet a lot of those people too. A lot of, yeah. a lot of great people and great musicians. And so, so that started then that year and then it just 
as far as as far chorus, as like ending the concert with that. Yeah, that that wasn't a thing before. And so we just did it. And then I think then the year after, we're like, well, let's keep this part going. Let's do the Hallelujah again. And then it just kind of became and a thing. what year did you, were you back at Penn? Was it 2000? That was it. That first. Oh, was it? Okay. Mm-hmm, the 7, 8. Mm-hmm. My, and my understanding is that, yeah, the idea of the alumni always come up and do that. Like, you know, it's funny. Sometimes you do it one year and people are like, it's a tradition. It's like, well, yeah. it's not, it hasn't been around as long as you think. Mm-hmm. A tradition now, for Two years, okay. <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> but yeah, you know, there maybe there needs to be a rule that you can't call it a tradition until it's happened like five times or something. Yeah, right. But the uh, yeah, so the I think people are under this impression that it's like been happening basically forever. forever. Yeah, and that's not really the case. Now, I mean, I'm sure from what I can see in the records. Again, I'd have to look at every program just to double check. Mm-hmm. But and uh, all my free time, I'll pass on that for now. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get time to <laughs> sift through 50 years worth of programs. Right. Um, I'm sure the choirs over the years had done the Hallelujah Chorus. Yes. But but yeah, I don't know if it was a combined that's thing. That's the thing. My, I'm I, not sure. It probably was a combination. I'm sure there were some years it was combined. Mm-hmm. And sh- some years probably was concert. Mm-hmm. Um, concert choir, that mm-hmm, is. Um, right. Yeah, but I it, don't really know. Yeah. I don't really think it became... like. I guess what I'm wondering is, was the Hallelujah Chorus happening every year even before the alumni? Like, yeah, I don't, I know it wasn't, because I also was there my first year out of college, which yeah. was like 90, I don't know, 96-ish. Okay. And it, that, it didn't happen then. Yeah. And I don't know. And I, I don't think it ever was really like a tradition. And you know, that part of the, um, Secret and I belong to the, uh, very prestigious Facebook group. It's called I'm a choir director. <laughs> but there are people that talk oh, yeah. about it every year because I think that was a trendy thing for a while where all these choir directors decided, and I, I, I like the idea of it, but I think the trend was we're always going to end with this and we can invite, mm-hmm. I think some did alum, some didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, the difficulty, of course, that is it's a hard piece of music. Mm-hmm. Especially to teach, the young you know, singers. freshmen, like, yeah. you're 14 years old, like, mm-hmm. to teach, mm-hmm. I mean, like, just the, the tessitura for the Sopranos is, like, it's just, it's hard. Right. It's not an easy piece of music. Mm-hmm. So, I think there's kind of been this, there's been a lot of pushback online lately about it. Again, nobody is, I think, denying the, just the staying power and the genius of it. But I think a lot of programs have really recently decided there probably are better options as far as like a regular, mm-hmm. um, a regular song to do every year with alumni. And I, I don't know, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it, it is something to think about. So this year, I mean, we did Hallelujah, but we didn't end with it. Right. So what what did you think of that? So we semi ended with it. So it we, started, it was in the ending combined, but not the very very last piece. So we started our whole ending combined with that and also which thank you for duetting that thing with me i appreciate that oh, that one yeah i'm happy to to help well, out it's just more fun to play when you take that bass line and whatever and then i can add both my hands cording stuff yeah for the all the higher stuff mm-hmm. and it just makes it fuller and because we all know i have some kind of a, apparently piano intro phobia going on in my life right now with I just freak out about putting the intro <laughs> to the hallelujah and the rudder which well, will be another conversation but um so just having that yeah. having that extra <laughs> set of hands was great that was that makes that fun to play and not a stress um and then having the alumni come up I mean that's always a fun fun thing and need to do um, so I, I think that went, I think that went fine. And, and you know what, okay that, started that whole thing actually it. went smoother than I mm-hmm. even thought it might. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand the advantage. Well, there's a couple of reasons to have it at the end. One, the audience tends to always stand up for that song. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You just got yourself a built-in standing <laughs> ovation, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> um, which again is not the reason I would want to do right. it, but, but it is kind of a reality of it. Yeah. Um, and then this year you wanted to end differently. Well, that's too, it. But I the love. other reason to, you know, to end with it, of course, 
is, well, if you're alumni on stage, then you have to worry about how they get back to their seats. But if mm-hmm. it's the end of the concert, you know, it doesn't yeah, really matter. Just, oh, see ya. So I think the only reason I was a little hesitant at first, even though I wanted to do mm-hmm. it, was just thinking through again, well, how does this work mm-hmm. logistically? But really, it, it was it great. It flowed fine. We had um, Melanie Palmer and mm-hmm. and uh, Summer King kind of kill some time. Mm-hmm. And really, it was great. Gosh, they're, they're both two of our booster parents, and they're fantastic people. Yeah. yeah. And then you just basically invited all the alums up. Mm-hmm. And, and first they, of all, yeah, go ahead. I was just say, first of all, I'm just impressed that we had a good number of alumni each night. Like we did. That was really good. That was that was fun. That was nice. I and like it's that. it's just great to see a wide variety of people mm-hmm. too. Like it's people from before my time, and mm-hmm. it's just yeah. neat to see that. Like yeah. I love that. And then we had our snow globe piece, and then what which I have, I have something kind of fun to talk about that in a second. But then White Christmas after that, which was your whole intent of ending so softly. Yeah. Have we talked about our snow situation on this podcast We have yet not yet because it was a surprise. But now, oh, yeah, we didn't want but to now, oh my goodness. now the okay. snow is out of the bag. It is. And oh my. So <laughs> we should talk about your initial intent. You were yeah. hoping to end the concert, not with Hallelujah, but White Christmas and there's a sweet little trickly piano part where we were envisioning the snow just gently falling on everybody and have like just well wishing our audience softly and with a fun well, little snow on stage. That was my pr- that's my only problem with the ho- ending with the hallelujah chorus. It's a great piece of music. It's mm-hmm. triumphant, it's joyous. But there are times, I mean it's not like I want to end on a downer, but there are times mm-hmm. I just want to end with more of that emotional hopeful nostalgic um, yeah just the, kind yeah. of the, the warm fuzzies of, mm-hmm. and you can't do that if you always end with the same song right so that was the that original was the goal intent. Yes. and i thought part of part of you know evoking that mm-hmm. emotion would be when you're doing that like you said it's this soft beautiful dreamlike song and then all of a sudden you get this softly falling snow mm-hmm. And then the envision, you know, the vision was the snow is coming down, and then everyone's like crying in tears because, <laughs> you know, and, and then the curtain goes down, and like mm. they're Aww. just overcome with joy. Yes. The problem, <laughs> of course, <laughs> was uh, last week. So I'm told like, hey, the snow machines are here. I was like, yes, I can't wait to see this. And um, it wasn't what I was picturing, and I I was hesitant right away. <laughs> Um, because I was looking at him and I was like, uh, this mm. is not what I was picturing. Because we had talked about it, and originally it was going to be like one of those drum-like things, um, you know, that just rotate with like a kind of like a, a paper confetti-type snow-type situation. Yeah. Well, this wasn't that. This no. honestly kind of looked like an industrial fog machine. <laughs> so, but I, I mean, I remained open. I was like, all right, okay. well, well. Th- we'll see how this works. I'm hesitant but we'll see but this is like a liquid based one right so that immediately made me think like i don't know this is probably not the right kind of snow for stage well and then they said hey we we got this thing ready to go for you uh so let's give it a test drive i was like all right sure well plug that puppy in warms (laughs) up no big deal and then to trigger the snow all of a sudden you just hear it's like (laughs) it is like it sounds like a rocket about to take off. And I was like, oh, oh no. my gosh. And that was one of them. It wasn't, we, you know, we have two for both sides of the stage. I mean, this thing, seriously, I mean, I exaggerate. Maybe it wasn't quite like a rocket, but it, it, it was. But your imitation of it sounded but pretty it, it was because it, it's this big vacuum system. Yeah. So it really sounds like a shop vac, but yes. a loud shop vac. But I need yes. two, but there are two of them going off. And the problem is, well, shop vacs make noise. Mm-hmm. And again, this is supposed like it was supposed to happen at really like the most delicate, quiet part yeah. of White Christmas. Like, like, could you imagine like, oh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden you just hear this cr- like, well, OK, this is not going to work. This is yeah. not going to work. And given the time frame, we Plenty. didn't have enough time to Mm-mm. do it over. So it was like, all right, what's plan B? How do we how do we still use the snow? Because really from a distance, it didn't look bad. It just wasn't what I was picturing right. at all. So 
we decided that we were going to reprise mm-hmm. Snow Globe at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which is a happy, fun, really fun. Number. And mm-hmm. it really gets stuck in your head. You need to check it out. I think, was that Andy Beck that arranged it? Yes. Yeah. And Kenny noticed something about it. Oh. The whole style of it and the chord progression even totally reminded him of something. Well, Do you have, I mean, it's a classic chord progression, but it's, it's, a it's the, um, one, five, six, four. It's the part. Da, ba, ba. Or are you talking about it's the actual, the cor- the pre-chorus, if you will, the chorus whatever, oh, yeah. before the laws. It's that part, the chord progression. Are you ready for it? I'm and ready. I just like everyone just needs to stop and look this up and listen to it. So wait a minute, hold on a second. Cause that goes from a G mm-hmm. to a B minor. B minor. To an E minor, minor to a C. Uh-huh. So we're going from a one uh-huh. to a three uh-huh. to a six, six to a four. Uh-huh. I'm sure as soon as you say it, I'm going to recognize it's, it's, it's from a It's from a show. It's a theme song to a show. And I know that you like the show. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to, when you sing Snow Globe to it, you got to sing it pretty fast. Oh, it's okay. You got to go kind of quickly. But it is the same I can't. And I can't Kenny think. hears things like that sometimes. It's really quite fascinating. Okay, what is you ready it? for it? I'm ready for it. Theme to the show, The Office. Oh and my it's gosh! It's in the same key. Is it really? Yes. Wow, you're totally uh-huh. right Can about you hear that. It in your oh my head? gosh! Isn't that cool? <laughs> I'm glad actually you didn't tell me about that beforehand. Yeah. Do do do. Oh my gosh, that is the same thing. Way to go, Kenny. Yeah, way to go, Kenny. Wow. Yeah, got a good ear. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's a great piece of it's music. It's happy and fun. And it is fun. So I got to say though, I feel a little targeted with the snow because there okay, was, t- but well, you got to even beforehand, what happened? That's a funny thing. What happened beforehand with, well, go ahead. Well, you no, you go. I'm not even sure what you're talking about. Just what happened beforehand. Well, when you thought you were turning on the lights <laughs> oh yeah you're right <laughs> talk about targeted so um <laughs> yeah and i'm still not so anyway we have these like little shortcuts they're called snapshots mm-hmm. to turn on the lights in the auditorium well i've just always been told use this one because this is what gives you stage lighting like if you want the front like so the kids know what to expect so it's not just you know like work lights it's like the full bright stage lighting well, the other day you were Secor's <laughs> rehearsing on stage, mm-hmm. but the ghost light was on the stage, mm-hmm. and you're looking at Oak, but you're to look at him, you had to see the the ghost light in the way. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's unplug that. And it then was it was very like, kind of you. You're trying to give us the best environment possible. I was like, I, I, I got to fix help these you. lights. So then you walk by me and you're like, don't be alarmed. I'm, I'm going to switch up the lights a little bit just so you're aware. I'm playing the piano. I'm like, okay, all right, thank you. Okay, and, and so I, I plan away. You know what? And I did switch up the lights, but I go to hit the button, um, snapshot one, and I kid you, I I feel like it happened before I even hit the button. That's that's how, like, like I was like inches away from it, and all of a sudden I hear that vacuum (laughs) start up again, and all of a sudden the snow machine starts. And I'm (laughs) like in a panic. I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I can't turn this thing off? Luckily, and it's all centered right on me. It's like everything right, just like right my, where the pianist is. My yeah. head, my hands, the keys, everything, and the noise scared me. Even though I was prepared for <laughs> lights changing, but not noise and all uh, that. And I had never seen seen the bubbly snow. I no, hadn't even ever that was seen your it first before. experience. My first with experience it. with it, just getting showered with it. So then, like a day or two yeah, later, yeah. pretty much the same thing happened. But the funny thing is, I was like, okay, I know. Do not touch snapshot one. I'll use snapshot three because I know snapshot three is kind of like what it looks like on stage now where it's a kind of lower, yep, yep. same thing. Here's that sound. And I thought, oh no, I knew it was coming. And oh no. I swear I did not do it on Either purpose, on but purpose, but um, I believe you. So it was funny. So, then, but then, then at the concert, I conduct the snow globe mm-hmm, at the end. And so that's where we decided to insert the snow machine. And part of why we did it there is because it's loud. It's loud and anyway. boisterous. And, and the audience, again, which is good, they're like, we couldn't even hear anything. Yeah. But you would have during White Christmas. Oh, yeah. You yeah. would have heard that. I mean, do you hear a baby scream like in a mm-hmm. quiet place? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly, mm-hmm. you would have heard it. Mm-hmm. So 
we start the reprise da 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 and then the snow machine goes mm-hmm. and i don't know how you ended up with no snow on you right or maybe like a there little piece there wasn't that much over on the side or in the middle but right there over right you over the, the piano. piano so you got it all back <laughs> and uh you know i think it was friday was the night i got it the most because i had to do like a little shake off one of those <laughs> nights because it was it was like just caked on top of my hair and i couldn't as i couldn't even see hair. it yeah. funny but it was it was fun was a surprise for the audience i mean we we wanted to surprise the audience with snow well we we sure did so <laughs> but you know top. anytime you do special effects it's just mm-hmm. it doesn't always go the way you the think way you it's think gonna it go right it's, yeah I think we should talk about Shepherds Awake. So now, yes, we come to the title. So for those of you that don't know, we have in at the opening combined, there's it's usually four songs. Mm-hmm. And we usually start and end that set with, you know, uh, an SATB mixed choir piece where all, all the choirs sing it. But then the middle two, it's usually a TTBB piece and then a treble piece. And for a very long time, Basically, all of our tenors and basses sing this piece called Shepherds Awake. It's a cappella. Now, not that has been a tradition way before my any of my times, any of my eras at Penn. That has been going on forever, and it's a great piece. So, And the, w- the treble piece has switched up. There's typical ones that rotate, but that's never been like but the it's same n- one Yeah, nothing time. has been consistent. And I do need to promote that Greg Gilpin, Snow is Falling, that we did this year. Th- that, that one really works that's well. That's a gem. That is, is so sweet. And three parts, but really, really nice. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. But so Shepherds Awake, um, it's really just, you know, it's three verses and it's done. What's what I love about it mm-hmm. is that basically all of your tenors and basses sing it. And then there's just a it's like a call and response, response. type thing where you have a quartet, then one person per part. Um, sings and we usually ha- kind of have them up in a balcony somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and it just it it's just cool. sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. That's neat. And so I checked the music library document that we have. Mm-hmm. So how again, assuming that that is correct? Okay, okay. What year do you think they have listed as the first year that it was done? What would you say? I'd say 1963. That's a very good guess. Thank you. Except it says 1980. Really? Yeah. Okay. In fact, because I just checked actually before we did this, just to be sure. Mm-mm. And it was showing, it basically says 1980 through... And then I think it says like 17, but. Well, how about this? How long has it been documented? Like what's the earliest year in any of the documentation? There are some things that that go back to the 70s. Okay. Because when when everything was um, converted to digital format, Mm -hmm. I don't know about, well, really when I first got here, Mm -hmm. because that's when we did it. Mm -hmm. it used to be like an old-fashioned uh, card catalog mm-hmm. system, and I, I seriously remember, <laughs> I remember the first year I was here, and I was shown that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not using that. <laughs> I am not using a card. Like, who uses a <laughs> card catalog? Well, and it gets better. Oh. It gets better. It's oh. like, well, how do we do this? Well, obviously, you get out your typewriter to do it. Right. <laughs> and I said, in 2011, you think I'm using a typewriter and a card catalog? Um you know thanks okay <laughs> I, you have better luck selling me a ketchup popsicle on a white tuxedo than doing that i got news for you i ain't doing it okay <laughs> so anyway that was my that was the project yeah i had a whole bunch of students going on it and and it was really helpful okay. but those cards had the years mm-hmm. so all that stuff yeah. was transferred over okay now i suspect yes again that shepherd's awake actually was done before that mm-hmm. but not every year Ah, uh, one of those type of deals. I okay, think, yeah. I okay. think from what I have seen, the earliest record keeping as far as 
mm-hmm. documenting in that. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to 1970. Okay. Now, I know we have programs that pretty much go back to the beginning. So, again, sometime when I have time, probably when I retire, <laughs> maybe I can go through that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I, for some reason, I was thinking that that piece had been every year since 1970. Okay. Um, but I, I think right. I actually remember confusing that with something else now. Okay. Because something else started in 70 and then it's been off and on. So anyway, that also has, again, Maybe according to that, has not. Now, that's still a long very time. Very long time, but. But not. Eternally. Truly not forever. It hasn't yeah, been as right. long as the program has existed. Mm-hmm. You know, since, uh, well, the program started in 58 because that's when the school was founded. Mm-hmm. So, um and I just remember talking to Secor about that recently, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I kind of had a similar feeling about Shepherd's Awake as I do the Hallelujah Chorus, where I'm like, I love it. It's a it's a great piece of music. Yes. But, but. does it really need to be done every year? Mm-hmm. Um, hey. What do you, th- I mean, what, what do you think, Secor? Like, if, if it were just you and you didn't care about like what an audience, you know, what the audience was thinking, like what, I guess, what are your thoughts on it? I, I really mm-hmm. am curious. Well, I do love the piece and I look forward to it every year. And I think a lot of people do look forward to that. And this, you know, it's always a big deal. Who are the four up in the balcony going to be? Who's the quartet this year? You know, but there's a lot of other great, you know, tenor bass pieces out there that maybe should have a, you know, a chance. And I will say, too, that Kenny even, you know, he's big on traditions, and he's been coming to my concerts for a long long time. time. And he was like, yeah, maybe it's time for that to make a change. He was was all for it. Like, oh, okay. So, I don't know. I think, I mean, it's kind of stepping out there. It's a big move, but a bold move, but might be time. Why not? Like, what do you think is the, what would be the bigger disappointment, do you think? Getting rid of Hallelujah Chorus or Shepherds? From an audience perspective, like, what do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a toughie, because they have different reasons for I think in a lot of, I think in a lot of people's mind, those thing, those two things have just basically mm-hmm. always happened. Mm-hmm. And Hallelujah, like you said, that is a much more recent mm-hmm tradition um but i think people think that has been happening much longer than it yeah. than it really has mm-hmm. yeah that's a toughie it seems like it'd be a bigger deal to not do shepherds because that has been going on for longer yeah a longer time but then the big thing of if there's any you know more recent alum they're like oh i i won't have a chance to come back and do that and then if that were taken away from them I don't know which would be a bigger deal. I don't know. Well, and that's the question. You know, is it time for the end of Shepherds Awake? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think when you have traditions, mm-hmm. I, first of all, I, I, I guess it just depends on what the tradition is in any context. But I sure. think it's at least worth, especially if it's a tra- tradition that, you know, predates you, uh-huh. you know, in anything. Uh-huh. I think it's always at least worth considering well, why does this tradition exist? What is it about this tradition that, why has this existed yeah. existed for so long? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there are some traditions that it just, I mean, just, in, I'm not even talking choir now, but just some traditions like, this is dumb, why are we doing this? Right, when you really think about it, like, are you just doing it just because you always have? It's or like, what uh, are the real like te- Tevya in uh, Fiddler uh, on the, I don't know, <laughs> but it's a tradition. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I mean, because sometimes I feel that way about Shepherds Awake. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I mean, it is. It's great. I mean, first of all, there's just a special, I mean, you and I have talked about it, but there's a special place in in my choral heart for yes. just hearing men's music. Mm-hmm. Like, because I think part of it is there's just, there's a wider range uh, and it just sounds, just sounds really full and incredible. Mm-hmm. So when you hear something like Shepherds Awake, it's just, it's just impressive. Like, I don't know how else to say it. It's just, it sounds impressive to hear you know, one person per part, mm-hmm. um, you just don't get to hear that sort of thing very often. Um, so I, I under, totally understand why audiences love that. Yeah. 
but then the other side of me is always thinking, well, and again, nothing, I, there's nothing wrong with the piece, but couldn't, I think it stands to reason that there are other pieces that probably would be equally impressive, if sure. not more so. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, how do you, and like, so I guess the, the question is what's more important, the fact that it's, that it happens to be Shepherd's Awake? Like, is Shepherd's Awake so incredible, like that piece of music, that that's what's more important? Or is it the fact that you want to hear yeah, what really is tenors and basses? Uh huh. Yeah, I think that over. And if it were, if mm-hmm. I, I mean, again, I'm always thinking about what, what you just, you know, I, I value what people, you know, what their input is. But if it were just me today making a decision without any regard mm-hmm. to any of it, I would, I'd just replace it. Yeah. Um, and part of that's just because I, there's so many other great pieces for tenors and basses that we can't do because mm-hmm. I feel locked in by that piece yeah. right now. I, yeah. Now, again, I, I totally understand that there are people that feel very strongly about it, mm-hmm. but I just, I think, man, there's gotta be so many other good pieces that we just never get, get to, to do. And, yeah. The other thing that I don't like about Shepherd's Awake is it's short. You know, yeah. like when you, when you put that in comparison to not that snow is falling as long, but I mean, Shepherd's Awake, I mean, I think it's over in mm-hmm. two minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what do you do when you maybe have that off year where do we really have for? Well, I think there's a lot of choirs thinking about that too. You know, mm-hmm. like our friend Thomas even talked about that. Like mm-hmm. if you've got, yeah, I mean, times are different, you know, like we don't, a lot of us, you know, struggle to have tenors and basses in our choirs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what do you do? When you don't have four that can stand alone. Well, it's really two things because sometimes maybe you have the quartet, but if you have the quartet, and those, again, tend to be your strongest singers, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and if you, you remove your strongest singers, then <laughs> who's... no leaders in yeah. the big group. Yeah. So I think there's a logistical thing that's worth considering, too. Um, and I, I mean, I actually do think audiences... Even if they'd be disappointed, I think they would fully understand that. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense. Um, I just, I love tradition, but I also just, there's so many good things out there that I just, I hate feeling like I'm locked into. It's kind of like even like, like some people, they, they build a huge theme and a concert around a theme. But then like I also just hate feeling so locked in. Like, well, I can't do that because it's not perfectly on theme like yeah. you don't want to feel locked in no ever yeah. and i just don't think I, I think themes maybe make more sense really for older like i don't know post even post collegiate groups i think that makes sense you know you can program that because that's one of those things you can program not even you're not getting a fresh crop of students every year but mm-hmm. at high school it's new every year mm-hmm. and again things come and go mm-hmm. you're ta- you know some years you've got stronger singers, some years not. So I don't know. It's just a. I think the bigger deal would be like to all of a sudden not have a candlelight processional at all. You Could know, you imagine? That tradition. Yeah. I think as long as that's still there, maybe people are a little more flexible with what is done in that. But And the other thought I have too, of course, is well, so maybe you could tell people. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point during your high school career, you will. Yeah. So that maybe it's one of those things where you still do it, but mm-hmm. maybe it doesn't have to be every. Because we've kind of done that with the treble piece. Mm-hmm. We have kind of alternated between like two or three different pieces. Mm-hmm. And even some years we have repeated it. Mm-hmm. But I am thinking just logistically of like, what about in the future on those years where like, I don't know if we have a good quartet. Then, and I, and yeah. I know that sounds really horrible to say that, but if you have, okay. <laughs> if you have a year that, I mean, let's just face it. That's the reality. Is mm-hmm. so, sometimes you've got strong singers, and sometimes you, yeah. you don't. Mm-hmm. As as far as being able to hold your own individual part, mm-hmm. so then maybe I think it's just good to have an option so that you don't feel like we don't feel. I I, I guess I I think of it this way. I'm thinking just educationally speaking. Mm-hmm. If you're giving a piece of music that is beyond really the reach of your students, you're not. You're really not doing what's in their best. Anybody any favors? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I don't think anybody wants to hear your quartet that struggle. Like, I mean, so I don't know. I just I like the idea of there being some flexibility. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, truthfully, I have not made a decision on <laughs> Shepherd's Awake at this point. Right. You know, but I just... Just I, thinking about it and... The funny thing is, um, I actually heard some students talking about it earlier today. I don't know if you heard anybody saying that. A little bit, but I didn't hear what they were saying because I knew they had seen the title that you had written. Yeah, posted well, that. Be, because I, you know, and I told them, I said, it's not clickbait. Like, I like I literally <laughs> want to talk about this. Yeah. But um, <laughs> some of them were like, I forget, somebody said something like, are you... Well, oh yeah, we're not gonna we're not doing Shepherds Awake next year. And I was like, well, who said that? Like, well, that's the title of the episode. I said, I never said that. Oh, funny. I said it's just that we're gonna talk about it. Uh-huh. And then there are a couple people like, well, that's okay. I'd rather do something different anyway. Oh, you did hear that? I heard. Okay. And then there are people like, what? You ha- you have to do it every year. So it's just it was funny because like it's already I, big news. I already that's think funny. again it was just like this fifty fifty split of mm-hmm. no, you have to do it every year mm-hmm. or yeah, it's all right. Yeah. So it's funny. just kind of funny. I don't know. I. <laughs> If you have, uh, stay tuned. Yeah, if you have strong thoughts, you know, I'd love to hear your your opinion on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just because I, I don't know. Like again, at, at the end of the day, I want to do what's in the best interest of all of our students. So it's just interesting to think about. I mean, tra- you know, traditions are an interesting thing. Like they're, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes traditions, I, I think you have to get it. What's at the, what's at the root of it. I, I agree with you. The candlelight processional, if you said we're not doing a candlelight processional, mm-hmm. to me, that is the bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that is, is such a special thing that happens at the concert. Everybody expects it. Um, and yeah. again, like, and it's not just that they expect it, but it's just, it really sets the tone. It does. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't do that, well, then it just feels like a regular concert. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. something special about the Sounds of the Season concert that has that yep. really Element. beautiful, serene, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, just glory. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I don't know. It's like, I, I guess I'm not so, I like tradition, but I'm not, I'm not one to advocate for tra- tradition just for the sake of tradition, I guess. Right. Right. I don't know. Do you have any concluding thoughts on that? Another thought about the whole candlelight processional, how important it is that it does keep that serene feeling, you know, that we suggest yeah. Having our program written, please do not applaud in between these numbers. You know, you keep that peaceful sense in between. And just a little side note, not only is it good to have that typed in your program, but a little reminder, <laughs> a little heads up, you know, spoken to your audience to educate them on that and let them know that in the beginning. Because some, you know, they don't know. So, and so if you give them an extra reminder... Especially if, which we forgot at the beginning. If I mean, think about your your average, average high school audience choir member. Mm-hmm. Most of them aren't probably aren't regularly going to choir concerts out other than you know what their kids no, are performing in. No. So, I think it's a very natural, incl- and I, I'm not offended if somebody claps in between. Yes, but you like. Was it Thursday where people were clapped in between? Mm-hmm, our first. And night. part of that was I forgot to we include forgot that in to there. Announce it. So, like, so what's different? Like, how is it? How does the beginning feel different if there's applause between those four numbers versus all four of those without an applause? Like from you, like what does that? How does that feel different to you? Yeah, it's a weird thing because applause always makes you feel good and it pumps. You know, it it feeds. It's it's wonderful to get applause, but. There is something equally as beautiful in a totally different way of having that silence in between those. Just because it's dark and there's candles and you just kind of, I don't know, you don't want to, you don't want to interrupt that. You know? it's, I think, yeah, I think that's the difference is when they applaud in that beginning, it, it feels like a performance. But when there's no applause, it feels like we're all experiencing oh, this I thing love together. That. Very well said. You know what I mean? Like even yes. though the audience isn't singing, but it's just it feels like something we all experience together. Because we're all creating that silence. Yeah. Together. And oh, it's I just love and that. it's such a mm-hmm. and it part of it too is like the world is just so noisy. Yeah. So to take some time where we're just sitting in silence, just listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, gosh, that is so rare anymore. So mm-hmm. I, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's I, I, beautiful. I do yeah. love that. And, uh, oh, the other thing I just got to bring up to you, oh. um, cause I think it happened two nights now. Oh, okay. 
So at the end of the hallelujah chorus, you know, there's the big bog. There's that big pause, right? There are like two of the nights, I don't think on the opening night, but Friday and Saturday, there were people that applauded in like before that last. Like, did that sound done? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Like it ends so like you're just caught in the middle. like Incomplete. Like how? Open your ears, like I know. I mean, that's more than just like a a baby cry or a cough no. or something. No, this was like intentional. Oh, we're gonna. Clap? Oh, this is this must be done. Like right before the last hallelujah. Yeah. Like, how do you? That was. I feel like even if you're not a choir person, how like you gotta know that that's there, right? You gotta feel that it's not resolved yet. I don't I, know. But you know what? I really, no. I do think there are people that just. I have to fill the silence. I think there. I think that's really what it is, yeah, yeah. and I. I think that also goes to show there are, that just society in general is less musically trained than I think they would have been, you know, 50, 60 years ago. So because of that, I think people don't listen quite as critically as they did. So they're not listening for it, and they, because if if you were true, I mean, truly listening, like you know that it's not done. Like it sounds unresolved, and there is that pause, but. I just, but I, it's not that I guess long. I was just shocked. Yeah. I was shocked by yeah. that. Yeah, that did. Yeah. The <laughs> other interesting thing, I don't know if you noticed this, um, okay. since we didn't end with the hallelujah chorus. So, you know, we typically, we have ended with it. Mm-hmm. So then people always stand. Did you notice that oh, there were where, less uh, people standing because of where we did it? For the hallelujah cup. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if it threw the <laughs> through their game. I don't know. And I don't know if people always. I mean, it's just you know, just the a typical legend of well, mm-hmm. when it was first done, you know, the king heard it and was so moved he stood up. So then everybody else stood up, and it's kind of been this like urban legend type thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's really true or not, but that's been happening. It's I mean, a tradition. It happens again around the world. But it was mm-hmm. it was interesting. I think by just moving that that maybe that made people a little more hesitant. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, I mean, funny. It was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So what are you planning on doing now that the concert's done? I I haven't even been able to think what that <laughs> would be. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, we've we've certainly now have. Well, we're relaxing, but we're revving up into. Thinking about contests the next thing, yeah. and and uh, and our Lord of the Rings stuff coming up. Oh, that's mm-hmm. going to be so much fun! But definitely, right now, using some time to have the students help us with some collecting music, library work, putting costumes away. We've got a lot of stuff. I mean, it's it's weird to think about. It happens every year, obviously, mm-hmm. but outfits. To basically, wash. this is like the first major conclusion. Uh, since the beginning of the year like mm. yeah we do the fall, fall fall concert with viva voce but this is like <sighs> basically since the beginning of the year we have been working every day yeah. on forward, something forward, for forward, this forward. for this performance mm-hmm. and now well, there's a chapter closed and, and that feels really great and it does yeah you know we're just taking a little bit of a break um mm-hmm. you know we're not starting music immediately Mm-mm. which is really good to have that break. I, I think students need that too to process. Yeah. You know, we'll spend some time probably doing some sight reading, listening to our performance, kind of reacting to that. Some reflecting and... Gearing up, like you said, towards solo ensemble. Mm-hmm. Um, but we already have a lot of that set. We just yeah. haven't been able to even yeah. practice any of their little groups and solos or anything yet. So and that'll then of be fun. Of course, that also means we're gearing up for a musical season coming up in January here. I don't want to think about that yet. Yeah. Let's not, <laughs> okay. let us not think. Just erase what you just mm-hmm. heard. <laughs> Nothing to hear. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh. So there's always stuff going on. You know, I've got a few more performances coming up myself, but um, like I said, it's just, it's easier because I'm not planning everything. Well, the church one I plan, but. It's not yeah. as not quite as many moving pieces as what we have here. So mm-hmm. at this yeah. point, really, I just you know in these final couple of weeks we have before we go on break, I just it's it's nice to debrief, and I th- I always feel like this is a good time to it's a good time to just connect with with students again, mm-hmm. um, because you know what happens like when January hits, that's where you just start everything new, and that's such a hard time of year. Because all of a sudden, especially here, we get 
it's like the sun kind of goes missing for like two months <laughs> and and then all of a sudden it's just a lot of hard work so it's this is a good time just keep building those relationships with students mm-hmm. have a good time we'll probably throw in some karaoke days yeah that's, that's always, always fun. fun i love doing that mm-hmm. and other than that like i said just starting to clean up and just prepare for the next one yep yep here we are and in the meantime we have some more uh, episodes planned for us so mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm, I'm excited for it. i think it, there's some good things to come uh, I was just jotting down a few more ideas. Like every time I think of an idea, I just mm-hmm. write it down. It's like, oh, yeah, this will be a great topic. And we'll have some new uh, special guests, guests coming up at some point, too, right. which is really That's fun. Right. But I hope you all enjoyed the concert if you if you came to see it. The pictures were really great. Um, we are now this week pretty much working on getting the recordings together. Just got to mm-hmm. sit down and look at them all and kind of figure Choose out which. the best Yeah. And uh, so that'll be on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and type Pen Choir. You'll find it there. But probably in the next week or so, that'll be posted online so that you can share it with all your family and friends. That's right. In the meantime, we're hopefully going to get caught up with a little bit of sleep here. That's I know plan. I'm, I'm more plan. than ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, until next time. Until next time. Thanks for being here. This is how we brew it.